Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every episode we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses and decide, is the game good by today's standards and is worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Today we played Mega Man X for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Mega Man X is the story of a weaponized cybernetic child capable of withstanding any bomb, weapon, creature, reploid, or any force of nature known to mankind, except pointy objects. He most definitely cannot tolerate any exposure to pointy objects. <laughs> Can we talk about reploids? Reploids, yeah. That's a, just a weird word. Uh, when I was doing the research for this this episode, I was like, Wait, what? There's a <laughs> Reploids? There is a lot of story for this game that is not in the game. And then I went and read the manual and I was like, oh, yeah. there's a lot here. Yeah. You like you get like a few very quick sentences of an intro and like a lot of it scrolling by pretty quickly. Yeah. And so like I didn't get the story while playing it. I'm glad I went and read yeah. the manual because there's some depth here. There's some yeah. lore. Yeah, there is some lore. And, and you're not you're not well versed in this Mega Man franchise. You, I, you no. know you know it as a thing. I have played like two levels of a Game Boy Mega Man game. Yeah, and I made you play Mega Man three, uh, probably like four years ago for like I have a minute. No recollection of that. <laughs> I think it was when we did the Desert Island NES list, and I oh, was okay. like, "You need to play this game so that you could talk about it." And then you couldn't even. I'm beat sure a single I was level. very well informed. No, <laughs> no, that's the problem. I had it on Game Boy, and you know, you get like the four or five, however many levels you get in Mega Man, like where you can just play them. Usually and like eight. I could never beat a single one of them. Well, that's the problem. Like, um, even with this game, I can absolutely understand like why you couldn't beat a level. Yeah. Um, I'm, like there's there's a little bit of like get good. Um, I struggled pretty hard with Mega Man as a child. I think the only one I ever beat was Mega Man Three. But you as, bought multiple Mega Mans despite not being able to beat any of them. Well, I didn't like. Buy, well, actually, funny. I think the first game I ever bought with my own money was Mega Man Six. Um, but I don't, I never beat it until I was an adult. Can we talk about how there's like nine Mega Man games on the NES? That's not, no, there's not nine. There's six. Okay. There's a lot. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot. Six games in one franchise on a single console. And only like three of them were extremely popular. So (laughs) maybe because they put out six of them for one console. No, but it was like four, five and six kind of came out later in the life cycle. Um, I think five, five is a pretty valuable NES cartridge. Um, six, I think was actually published. Five was the Game Boy game I had, Mega Man V. Yeah. And I, shout out to Thematic Daredevil. I'm pretty sure that's the most expensive game that he has in his collection. What? Mega Man five for the Game Boy. That's expensive? I think so. Yeah. I need to. (laughs) (laughs) Is this one of those games that you have? I really hope that I still have it because that is a game that I owned when I was a kid. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Could be. Could be sitting out of gold mine. Okay, like what? What do we mean, gold mine? Let's. <laughs> I'm gonna be really he's disappointed gonna, now if this is one of the ones that uh, he's about to have 27 Kidoba lunches out of a Game Boy cartridge that he should hold on or should if, just like listen donate to the Worth It or Worthless Library. If this fund. game is actually <laughs> worth something, and if I have it and one of my brothers doesn't have it, I'm actually gonna see them tonight. So if it's worth a lot, I might have to try to. Uh, I'm concerned. Are you feeling okay today? I'm, the amount of time is taking you to look this up is Mega Man <laughs> Five. Not Pal Game Boy. I'm looking for just regular Game Boy, not Pal Game Boy. Mega Man 5 for Game Boy. $200! (laughs) What? If I own this still, 
That's not that's that's loose. If I I mean I definitely don't have the box because got the manual. Some white, uh, no, like no. Game Boy if I have it, it's just the cartridge. Two hundred dollars, <laughs> and it's not like just one of them. There's two sales per week, so that's yeah. a good average. Yeah, yeah. Two fifty. Mega Man games. Two forty. They're they're pricey. They're pricey. All right, I need. I know what I'm doing as soon as I get home. <laughs> Today he, he comes in and he's be. like, "I gotta. I really gotta get out of here by like noon." Um, yeah. And now he's like, <laughs> "I need to forget my my afternoon plans." Well, I only have one place it would be, and if it's not in my box, then it means to, that my brother has it, or that my brother sold it at a garage sale. I have to move 68 Game Boy Colors to try to find my copy of Mega Man <laughs> Five for the Game Boy. I do own way too many Game Boys. <laughs> Anyways, what are we talking about? We're talking about Reploids. Reploids. <laughs> yeah, the story of this game is a hundred years in the future from normal Mega Man. Yes. Yeah. And which took place in 20XX. Yeah. So this is 21XX. Okay, yeah. The X is just being <laughs> sometime in this. Unlike Double Dragon 2, which took place century. in 19XX. <laughs> Double Dragon 2 was it? It came out in like 1989. It was like they didn't want to commit to a specific sometime year. Sometime in the next 11 years. So, a hundred years <laughs> in the future, a scientist finds this capsule that has yes. a new and improved Mega Man. Mega Man's little brother. Even this is sounding like people. Dragon Ball Z yeah. to me. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like Goku. <laughs> and he not Goku the androids, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about how like no. uh, the old man Gohan finds young Goku, but anyway, oh. this doctor not finds that uh, that's actually Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. Right, that's what I'm saying. Doctor <laughs> finds Mega Man <laughs> X, and he decides to like make a bunch of copies. Yeah, and they're called Reploids. Yeah, but he doesn't do the copy perfectly because he isn't Doctor Light, and so they start getting this disease called Maverick. It's not a disease, is it? It's like a, a virus, a so, computer virus. As far as I understood it, because this gets into my fun facts. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> instead, of me, <laughs> instead of me trying to say what I think it is based on no, let's go to, let's go to the, the source minimal amount of cursory research. The, the authority Wikipedia, where all fun facts are born. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Reploids, replicate androids. Oh, are yeah. robots that are capable of thinking, feeling, and growing. When they're bad, <laughs> they're basically called mavericks. Yeah. And to me, um, with all of the AI tools, I just attended uh, uh, <laughs> an event where somebody gave a talk about a bunch of AI tools. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> With the things that AI can do in 2023. Yeah. Like this. Imagine this, this what they'll be doing 21XX. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh man, this feels a little bit closer than it's ever felt to being like a realistic thought of like, yeah, computers that can think, feel, and grow. Like this feels like a thing. That's Except for these aren't computers. These are coming in a hundred years. These are humanoid robots with like magical powers. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, magic is just technology that we don't understand yet. Oh wow! Take an iPhone back to medieval times, and they're Who's gonna that? think it's magic. That's a quote from uh, I don't know a sci-fi writer. Well, that's a thing, right? Like that, I've, that, that is a thing that I have heard people say. Um, that you know, if you take a piece of modern technology back in history, they would think it's magic, but it's just technology. Yes, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic, and that's Arthur Clarke. There you go. I don't know who Arthur Clarke is, but I think I've heard sci-fi quote Arthur sci-fi Clark. author. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
So, um, anyway, so I was reading. So reploids. They get this virus called okay. Maverick. And then later it's called the Sigma virus. And yes. like later games. Okay. And there's this there's this other robot named Zero. And I don't know, dude. This, this story is so convoluted. Sigma's a good guy. And then he tries to stop Zero. And then yeah. Zero so, gets infected with Maverick. And it makes him a good guy. And it makes Sigma a bad guy. It's, it's pretty convoluted. Yeah, so you have these Mavericks, and then you have Maverick Hunters, and I think Sigma was the lead Maverick Hunter. Yes, And then exactly. Sigma turned bad, and they're like, let's kill humans, which is like the, you know, that's that's the, the thing, the classic storyline of the future where robots. robots are killing humans or harvesting them as batteries or wiping <laughs> them out. I think that's only happening in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> humans have such a low, like, background electrical current going through us. That's why like, they, we get enough of them. Um, that's why they need battery. billions of us, right? But think about how much it would cost to, like... Feed. It costs robots? What like, do you mean? Ro- they, what? I mean, like, like the resources necessary to keep a bunch of humans alive just to, like, mine their tiny little bit of electrical they, energy. By this point in the future, the food in the Matrix, they just, it's sludge from a, uh, it's like porridge from a ship. It's like <laughs> it's white, porridge from it's a like ship. white sludgy porridge. Like, I can't imagine that they haven't, by 21XX, figured out the liquid or pill that gives us all of the nutrition, which is one of my dreams is just to not have to eat anymore. Just, just give, to be able just to give me a pill. So I don't have to waste my time with food. That is the most, <laughs> you've said a lot of depressing things that might be the most depressing. <laughs> are you kidding me? Food and sleep are the things that take so much of my time that I just, we have wish a, a new system so instead of, is it worth it? And trying to compare it to how many burritos is a game worth and how many <laughs> one day food supplement pills would oh you, tra- <laughs> would you trade for this game? Yeah. Just the hour. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I, uh. that's fine. <laughs> you do you, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Anyway, the backstory is weird. Reploids. Yeah. So you don't, you're probably not familiar with like mainline Mega Man games. How it's just like, oh, there's a, there's a good doctor and bad doctor. Bad Dr. Doctor, Light and Dr. Dr. Wiley. <laughs> yes. Dr. Light and Dr. Wiley. And Dr. Wiley, like, just turned bad as classic villains do whatever, like, story. And then robots, like, he steals robots from Dr. Light and tries to, like, take over the world. And then Mega Man's got to stop him. Yes. Cool. Like that's kind of like the gist of Mega Man games. And then it's always some dumb like version of that. Well, Mega Man X, they they came up with this like really rich sort of like story behind it to like actually. (laughs) You say rich. I I say convoluted. By comparison. Rich by comparison of like good guy, bad guy, robots go fight. What else do you need, Dan? I didn't say you needed a rich story. I'm just saying it's there. <laughs> they went above and beyond with it. So I saw somebody say like Mega Man is kind of like goofy and silly. Mega Man X is like a little bit more gritty and edgier. And then Mega Man Zero is the grittiest, grim, darkest Mega Man of them all. When you said goofy and silly, I thought you were starting to talk about Disney. And I, <laughs> like as a dad, my brain was immediately like, is 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 silly a Disney character? Like a, an obscure Disney character oh, that I don't know Goofy. <laughs> and, and silly. The big anthropomorphic <laughs> dog man. Yeah. And silly, his wife. <laughs> no, no, no. That's Clarabelle. I don't think they're married. He's married to a cow? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I think is that uh, Disney canon? I don't think so. I said they're not married. I don't know. I think poor Max. I think <laughs> <laughs> Max 
What's his mom? Is Clarabelle? We never see in the movie. They never say who Goofy's mom or Goofy's wife is. They just she's just gone. And Max is classic Disney move, by the way. Yeah, if you don't have a dead parent in the first five minutes, is it even a Disney movie? Oh, what is happening in this podcast? Mega Man silly. Mega Man super fighting robot. What is that? Mega Man. Is that a song? (laughs) Did you just make that up? The theme song for the Mega Man cartoon. There's oh okay. <laughs> you don't know about super fighting robots? No, I don't. I don't. All right, you got any more fun facts? I got all the fun facts. Of course, this one developed and published by Capcom worldwide, Jordan. Of but uh, Nintendo actually published this one in Europe, which slightly makes sense because they published Mega Man Six in the U.S. and and I think it was published by Capcom like elsewhere. And Capcom, I don't think actually wanted to publish it in the U.S. I can't remember the exact story on that one. But so Nintendo had some hand in publishing this, which this game ended up on the Super Nintendo Classic mini thing. So maybe it's because Nintendo. What game? Mega Man X. Oh, okay. Mega Man X. Going to give it to you. Um, So, yeah. Mega Man is popular, which is another fun fact. It's it's sold. It's sold. <laughs> uh, the, the game Mega is, Man is popular. That's so fun, Dan. Nice. It is fun. Thanks for sharing that. I do. I do like Mega Man. Make, I think Mega Man was popular. Might be a more is popular. Why is hasn't popular. there been a Mega Man game in ages? Then Mega Man Eleven. What is that? The- <laughs> is that a thing that exists? <laughs> it's on the Switch. It's on modern consoles. Did anyone buy it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many people, but. Dozen, the, <laughs> dozens of us, dozens of us bought it. Putting these collections out, uh, phoning these collections in, um, not giving them the digital clips. It's a real problem. <clears throat> I'm sure we'll talk about that. Uh, the game is generally regarded by lots of sources as one of the greatest Super Nintendo games of all time. It was a commercial su- success, selling 1.165 million copies, which is not like Nintendo success, but that's a successful game. You just, you led this segment with... Mega Man is super popular. It sold 1 million copies. This copy, this game sold 1.165 Super Nintendo cartridges. And then they made eight sequels super to it. Super Nintendo cartridges. Yes. They made eight sequels to it. Wow. Uh, seven, seven, ten, well, there's like a strategy game that I found out. I can't remember what the name of it is. Mega Man Battle Tactics or something. Battle, Battle Network. Battle think, Network. Yeah, no. <laughs> Isn't that a thing? <laughs> that is a It's thing. like a card game or something? Mega Man. I don't know what Battle Network is. I think I played it a single time and I was like... Don't know what this is. Yeah. This is probably like at peak DS Dan back in like 2007. Yeah. I was like, this is not my Mega Man. I don't know what this is. <laughs> not, I like Mega Man, but not this. Peak I might DS like DS Dan, not my Mega Man. I was like pretty into DS. And it turns out that um, as I plugged my DS collection into price charting, <laughs> I'm like, why is my DS collection worth so much? Because I'm like a nerd who keeps all the boxes and manuals and everything. So like, Pretty much all my DS stuff is complete in box. And uh, so you're going to sell it? No. <laughs> so why do you even look at the prices? What's <laughs> I, the point? I just, I track my collection and price charting, Jordan. I don't really look at the prices. I okay. just keep my collection. And I was like, oh, my DS collection is valuable. That's a thing that people like now. Do you think you would notice if somebody stole some of the more expensive copies and sold them? Yes. I would notice if somebody stole probably the second or third. Highest price thing in my collection, which is my complete inbox Pokemon Soul Silver with the Pokewalker. Okay, good to know. I'm writing this down. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been to your basement in a while, but next time I am, I have a grocery list. Soul Silver. Uh, That's a great game. That's a great game. It is. We have a two hour long episode talking about how great it is. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. If you're craving Pokemon, you should definitely go check out Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. (laughs) 
<laughs> I thought you were gonna say it. we spent the whole uh, first book one episode talking about how great Heart Gold Soul Silver was, and then we we get we get done and we go and look up how expensive it is. Like, oh no, we just spent two hours right. recommending a game that nobody yeah. can afford. Yeah. If you're really craving some classic Pokemon, play a uh, Let's Go Eevee. And, uh, I, I had a good time with it. I don't know any problem. All right, any more Mega Man fun facts? <laughs> Uh, during this one came out in December of 1993 in Japan and then January of North January of 94 in North America and May of 94 in Europe. As we already said, the game takes place a century after the original series and the idea for the armor parts came about due to the rising popularity of RPGs at the time. Okay. I thought that was interesting. Like they were like RPGs are popular. How do we Mega Manize the RPG? Oh, oh like being able to collect additional tanks. And yeah, so like, you know, have you heard of Final Fantasy? I yes, think, I think I it's called. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. I want to find a Final Fantasy game that you like. I don't know if it'll ever happen. <laughs> Maybe we need to play Mystic Quest. I've heard that that's like... The Game Boy? Like, game? I think it's... I think there's a... Uh, I don't know if there's one on Game Boy and one on Super Nintendo, but maybe that's it. Like, that's... We, we get you into Final Fantasy with... Why do I have Mystic to like a Final Quest. Fantasy game? Because I just, I don't, you don't have to. I just want to like be thorough to make sure that we really hate this franchise. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I actually like Final Fantasy the more I play it. Mystic Quest is a Super Nintendo game. Yeah. I think there's one on Game Boy. Um, but anyways, yeah, like, so RPGs were kind of blowing up at the time. And uh, so they brought a little bit of that with, into Mega Man with the collectible armor pieces. Because in this game, you can get like a helmet that lets you <laughs> break bricks with your head. <laughs> and armor that reduces your damage. And then you can dash. Yep. Yep. Those are all things you can do. I thought that was just part of Mega Man. I didn't realize that was special to this game. Yeah. Well, no. So in like the original series, you had in like Mega Man 2, they introduced like, I think it. I'm pretty sure there was no special weapons in Mega Man 1. No, there was like one where you could shoot beams. You could find the secret weapon that you could just wait, like wait, shoot. Wait, I thought the whole thing with platforms. Mega Man was that you kill the boss and got to, got its weapons. Yeah, but then you, you don't do, do you, that in the first Mega Man? You do. Oh, but okay. I'm saying like there's like a special weapon that lets you shoot platforms. Oh, that's not from a boss. It's, a sub, it's just yes. an extra thing you and can then find. In Mega Man 2, you get like three these like sub weapons that let you like climb on walls and stuff like that. Turn your dog dog into a trampoline? That's not till the third one. Turn your dog into a trampoline. Fly on your dog. Go underwater. I was really disappointed that Mega Man X didn't have a dog. Yeah, and then Mega Man 6, you could turn him into jetpack and power armor. Turn your dog into a jetpack? Yeah, yes. Dan is pointing at his wall, which he has given, he had very generously given... 1% 1% of the wall to a Mega Man thing because the rest of it, <laughs> if, you were, if you've if you listened, you know the rest of the room is wallpapered in Ninja Turtles stuff, but we do have one little Mega Man guy on the wall Beats here. Right. There's actually two. There's actually three. Yeah, but the other two are <laughs> the other two are actually in Ninja Turtles cosplay. So I yeah. don't know if it, I don't know if, oh, okay. how you count that as a Turtles <laughs> thing or a Mega Man thing. Cosplay Ninja Turtles. So anyways, yes, Mega Man the, the franchise before Mega Man X had a history of like Oh, you got your little dog or you're finding like some stuff in the world or whatever. So this gives you, they ditched uh, Rush in this, which is the name of the dog that gives you the powers okay. or helps you have the powers. And uh, they let you find slidey boots and stuff like that. Slidey, slidey. But in Mega Man 3, you could actually slide on the floor. So, 
but it didn't let you jump farther, I don't think. So this one, you can like dash and jump farther. So it makes the game a little easier. RPGs influenced Mega Man X. He's looking at me. He's Maybe. looking at me. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know He's if I buy it. He's giving me that look. Yeah. I don't like it. Well, we moved from fun fact territory into whatever that was. RPGs? You don't think RPGs are fun, Jordan? No, I just, I'm just saying that particular fact. Wasn't that fun? You I don't know. You didn't think the game was made more fun by the fact that... I didn't even know armor, I was collecting. I didn't even know that that was happening. You missed in Chill Penguin's stage when Dr. Delight gives you this whole thing like, here's what armor pieces are. <laughs> in, the, in the Mega Man 8 voice. M-M-M-M. <laughs> I, I feel like this is just like a, a, a nonstop slew of inside Mega Man jokes. And I have no idea what's going on. What? What was that? Mega Man. Dr. Wily is... Uh, <laughs> you, you, I posted this. So the, the voice acting in Mega Man 8 is like just really bad. Awful. It's okay. I have it is a vague recollection of you telling awful. about this. Yeah. And I posted this on Discord of some of the voice acting from Mega Man 8. And... It's really bad. It's really bad. But you were like, you've been showing me these clips for half a decade. Because I wanted your introduction I, okay. to Mega Man to be Mega Man 8. Yes. That I mean, I remember <laughs> you showing me they're like bad voice acting, but I I did not remember the specific. And I thought you were saying he talks like that in he this does. game. And I was like, what? Not in in Mega Man 8. He literally talks like that. I'll, oh, show, okay. you, I'll show you after the podcast. No, I'm good. It's, it's I'm very really funny. Good. It's I very funny. I'm, I think I'm all right. It's like truly some of the worst voice acting <laughs> ever. Um. What is happening? Do we have any more fun facts? I hope not. Can we move into what the game does well? Yeah. Why don't we move to what this game does well? (laughs) All right, let's do it. All right, Jordan. The first thing that I have on my list that this game does well is the controls. Like a lot of um, retro games. Yeah. Sometimes the controls can be a huge point of why they don't feel like they hold up very well. Okay. And I think one of the strengths of the Mega Man franchise above a, a lot of retro games is that generally the 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 controls are very responsive and tight. Most of the time you feel like you have like control over the character. Like yeah. when you stop holding the jump button, Mega Man drops. When you stop holding the forward button, there's no like Castlevania, like I'm committed to this jump and momentum is like taking me in this direction. Like your character is doing exactly what move, you're they have some pushing. aerial movement yeah aerial movement that stops when you stop pushing forward yes it is very um, helpful in a platformer because you can more accurately place yourself on the platform yes so the controls in this game are tight and you feel like you the challenge of the game doesn't come from the controls getting in your way I, I think that that's something that this, the franchise in general does really well i really wish i would have read the manual before playing the game rather than after being done with it because I played for like five hours and didn't realize you could use the L and R buttons to oh switch between word, your. Jordan. <laughs> so I would Come go into on. the pause menu, pick my sub weapon, and then hit unpause and then use that. I didn't realize yeah. until afterwards that you could switch to your weapons using L and R. Yeah. You should, that's a quality of life feature that wasn't possible on the NES, but it's possible on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. It's a great feature. Also, um, I played this on the Switch on the Mega Man X Legacy Collection 1 and 2. Something, I don't know. It's a super <sighs> long name. But uh, one thing that was kind of annoying on there is that the confirmation button for Mega Man was B. Like yeah. if you wanted to like 
say it's yes. It's a little wonky, yeah. Or do something, then it was B. But on the collection, the confirmation button is A. So you'd hit, like, A to select your game. Oh. And then to, like, select your save file. And then you would have to hit B to select your level. And I kept getting... It's, it's a very small nitpick, but I yeah. was like... What is going on with these controls? But yeah. the actual in-game controls that have nothing to do with the Legacy Collection. Yeah, those were good. Those were good controls. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. That's a weird thing. I, <laughs> You're I, already a little bit salty about the collection. No. Oh, the, the original Mega Man Legacy Collection, which contains one through six, done by Digital Clips. It's phenomenal. Okay. You what makes it so good? Well, you have... Not only like a, a a suite of like museum features, concept art, music, all the like special that, features that you would want if you're like a hardcore like. I was gonna say stuff that nobody ever looks at. Yeah, like if you really love Mega Man, you like want to you know see concept art. Like cool. I really and, love Mega Man, but I don't want to just go on Google to look up the concept art. I want to load up a, uh, my console and put the game in, and then navigate the menus, and then look at the pictures. Well, Digital Eclipse has this idea of like they kind of want their games to be like museums of like their collections to kind of be the, these, these museum type experiences. Gotcha. So not only do you have like the six NES games, you have save states, you have rewind, you have a bunch of great challenges. You also have like turbo mode where you can turn off that basically the NES slowdown and you can play oh. Mega Man so that it like actually runs well, nice. <laughs> which slowdown is a huge thing. Yeah. So you just have like a company that really cared about like all of this, like the experience that you're having with these games and they took really good care of them. And then you have somewhere else worth like the Contra and Castlevania collections where it's like, these collections are kind of popular. We should put these out. Yeah. Uh, here's a bunch of games. Like here's some filters, but not all the ones you want. Or like here's a save state so that you can like kind of save your game. <laughs> like, we're not going to give you like, you know, like <laughs> I kind of liked not having rewind because I would have definitely abused it on this game. So it was nice to not have it, but I totally get wanting to have that option. But the real problem is like the save system in this game. Like you can't really save like mid level, and it's just like oh no, not at all. In a modern retro game collection, like that that to me is just like unacceptable to have the baseline like thing that is in every retro game like modern version of playing a retro game. Yeah, they're just trying to there. give you a more pure retro experience. Yes. By putting rookie hunter mode yes. in, in the game. Thank we're going to go. Thank you so much for that. We're going to go above and beyond and make an easy mode for the game. Yeah. But we're, <laughs> we're not going to let you save anywhere you want, which is like, what, like why? Like why? Probably it's easy to make you take less damage, and it's harder to implement a whole new system to save That's in the in, middle of a game. It's in the Switch Online service for crying out. like Nintendo. Yeah, the premier, like every, the premier <laughs> online the service. Premier Are you kidding me, Dan? Too. Right. The, <laughs> it's not confusing or convoluted or multi-tiered uh, or annoying uh, at all. At least it has basic features like <laughs> rewinding and saving and multiple save slots. It does. Yeah, but this collection just feels like you can save at like the password screen. And like load at the password screen. And yeah. like that's the extent of your save. Which I actually forgot about at one point. I couldn't figure out how to load my save. So I ended up replaying the first three bosses of this game, which is why it took me five <laughs> hours. <laughs> couldn't find a password on the internet. No, I could find passwords on the internet, Dan. I could not find <laughs> a password for the specific three bosses that I had beaten. Uh. <laughs> anyway, it's not important. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm usually pretty good at googling stuff. Yeah, the the collection feels terrible. Um, it's not terrible. The collection feels to me terrible from like just a quality. If of you life, want it, retro it's, gaming collection, it's not going to be any different. It's a slightly better experience than just playing it on the Super Nintendo, and it's more accessible. <laughs> it's more looked, accessible. Have you looked up the prices of playing this on the Super Nintendo, Jordan? Uh, yeah, I have. Not this, but the X franchise in general. Oh, oh, oh! You looked up Mega Man X three yet? Was well, it? This is a way to like play it cheaper. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, Mega Man X3 is very expensive. And X2 is pretty expensive. So this is the only affordable one. Well, <laughs> there you go. They do give you a way to play it they with give you a, way a very small amount yeah. of benefits. Anyway, yeah, so you... They, they didn't even include the kart racer, like the PS2 collection. Mega Man Battle and Chase? So you got Mega Man kart racing game? <laughs> you. Anyway, back to what this game does well. For me... Um, now, this is probably going to sound silly because I have not played Mega Man games. So the things that stood out to me as being good about this game are probably things that are true about all Mega Man games. Yeah. But I really liked... Tell the, me more. <laughs> I liked that you kill a boss and steal its weapon. Like, I yeah. liked that. That was cool. The idea of it. Yeah, I like the non-linear aspect where you can fight any boss yeah. and, and you might kill this boss and he has a weapon that another boss is weak to. So then you go and fight that boss yeah. and you use your new fancy weapon and... I like that. And I realize yeah, that yeah, is yeah. part of Mega Man. Yeah. As I get more experience with this franchise, like as an adult, I'm appreciating it more and more because it feels like the real, um, for me, the real meat of like the Mega Man franchise is like optimizing it and replaying it and trying to like, I really love trying to beat these games without dying. Which is just insane. It is insane, but like the more you do that and you realize like, oh, the boss order. And like as a kid, I, I, would never like use sub weapons in the middle of levels. And I'm just, just like, save them for just, the boss. Just mega bust all the time, right? And mega bust? Mega, you got the mega buster, and then in this game, you got the X buster. Oh, okay. That's your, your default weapon. Yes. Um, your arm cannon. Your arm cannon, yes. But now that I've gotten a little bit more into the, the, the franchise, I'm realizing like, no, you're supposed to use the, the sub weapons as you go through levels. It makes your life a lot easier. And then just save the boss weakness weapon yes. for the boss and That's then just use everything else. Um, and so like Mega Man is less hard. <laughs> that way than playing it with the arm cannon the whole time. Yeah. What a concept, right? I agree with you. Like I'm appreciating more and more about Mega Man franchise, but it, that flexibility, that that sort of like the way that you can kind of choose your own path because like the boss, uh, whatever the article I looked at for boss order for this was like chill penguins, the easiest with the mega buster. But like the easiest level I think was flame mammoth. <laughs> what's it? Well, flame mammoth. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows flame mammoth, that the mammoth robotic elephant mastodon creatures were known for their flame abilities inside of a junkyard. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously Dan. <laughs> um, but yeah, the flame mammoth level is like, I'm just dashing through the bottom, whatever. So you can jump in anywhere. Yeah. And then kind of complete the circle of, not the circle of life, the circle of death. Death, yeah. Circle you're going around yeah. and you're killing all of these reploids and stealing their body parts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty gruesome if you yeah. think about it. And yeah. you're a child, which makes it extra gruesome. I mean, you're not, you're not technically a child. You're a robot, so. A robot child. Yeah. You are in your first week of life. 
You're an infant. No, you're, you're an you're infant 30. murderer. You're, 30. you're an infant. You're 30. 30? 30. Did How you, is he 30? You didn't read the manual? I did, did, but I missed that part. It took so 30 years he, for all this to happen. <laughs> did you did you watch the um the, I, op- the opening uh there's like opening like text on the screen that's like the uh, uh like a DOS prompt or whatever. Yes, I, I thought that this like, was like an actual boot up sequence because like <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what? This yeah, game has yeah. multiple terabytes of data. Uh, right, it's like uh used up memory like three hundred and eighty five terabytes. Yeah, available memory like hundred and it's like sixteen thousand something terabytes. It's yeah. just like this hilariously large amount of storage by today's storage standards. But like the story is like Light had to run all these tests on this Android with feelings to make sure that it wasn't gonna turn against humanity and this these tests were gonna take thirty years. Oh but he's in like so a cocoon. He buried it for thirty years. He's not to actually run aging the the diagnostics to make sure that this thing wasn't going to turn against humanity and, and decide to wipe out the human race. We're going to leave that for this game. Yes. Mavericks. Sigma. Yep. The lightsaber wielding robot Maverick boss. Those are all words. Humans got to go. Yes. Humans so, got to go. All that to say, I liked the Mega Man aspects yes. of this Mega Man game. Yes. Mega Man is a great franchise. He's coming around. Mega Man, uh, Final Fantasy. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Let's just keep chatting. <laughs> what else you got, Dan? Uh, one of the things I like the graphics. Um, yeah, the graphics you know, are nice. I like the, the one of the things. So <laughs> I've always been like weirdly amused by the Mega Man sprites changing when you changed your power. Like, yes. oh, the one ups are different colors now. Like. Dude, I I always liked that. For some I reason. read a really cool interview. Thematic Daredevil sent me some research stuff, and it was really long. And it was I started to read that an interview. It was really long. <laughs> the guy who draws the Mega Man comics, yeah, or manga. I don't even know. And like the guy who created Mega Man One and Two, yeah. And uh, apparently, the dude who was like coding it, he was a guy who used to code stuff for like um, like real world engineering purposes like where people would die if his stuff wasn't coded right yeah so he would like build in all of these like extra subsystems and like checks to make sure that his code was flawless yeah which is good but it made it run pretty slow yeah so um like they couldn't do a lot of the fancy stuff that the developers wanted to do because they had this kind of like slower code so what they did instead was they took like this extra time they had and they came up with this these two sprites that would lay on top of each other that would let them use six colors in a sprite instead of the normal three yes and so once they did that then they could have these like color changing suits Mm -hmm. and he originally wanted to like have Mega Man's helmet change with each different power yeah like based on a Japanese TV show that looked really like Power Rangers but wasn't Power Rangers yeah anyway they couldn't do the head thing and he didn't say why but it kind of got the vibe that it was because they would get sued if they just ripped off this TV show like one for one. Okay. So they ended up doing the different color outfits where each time you get a new power, you get a different color suit. And yeah, I I think it's like like iconic because you know, you think about the NES sprite, it's really simple, but then giving each different power, a different color suit. That's one like really easy way to spice Mm -hmm. things up a bit. Yeah. That also, I don't know if it's directly from Capcom, but I think that that notion of layering sprites that way was pretty integral to the NES graphics, like moving forward for other developers. Yeah. It sounds like that might've been the source of it. Cause 
I had heard that before, but not quite to the depth that you just talked about it. But yeah, like the graphics in general, like you get a piece of armor and like, uh, you know, Mega Man's legs are white or like you change your suit to like whatever the uh, roll shield. Yeah, the now roll I'm looking shield. now. <laughs> now I'm looking like roll I shield. I don't really know what roll shield did. It blocks projectiles, but then it can also like grab items sometimes. And like I don't it, like it would like grab items and pull them back to me sometimes. I don't know. I don't know if it bounces would. off walls. Yeah. Um. So maybe it brings items to you if it bounces off a wall. I don't know. I was kind of confused, it and it way. was pretty unpredictable. So I didn't. Yeah, use I liked it. Often. It was chunky. It was a big, big. Big projectile. Big, big, big Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> big, big Yoshi. <laughs> I don't even know what you're quoting. Oh, but. that's. <laughs> oh, you need to spend more time watching video game donkey. <laughs> <laughs> that's just life. That's just facts. Yeah. Classic. Um, shout out to video game donkey. Like oh, our good friend, <laughs> our good friend, video game donkey. Not, I We're didn't pals. Say he's our friend, but yeah, no, shout out, man. I haven't <laughs> seen you in a while. <laughs> I was just out. shouting out video game. Donkey. I know it just. It it's not it... like I was talking to video game donkey. Well, you were because we're close personal friends. <laughs> If you're not familiar with Dunky or Dorkly, check out both of those. You'll you'll love Wait, both. Wait, what is Dorkly? Dorkly makes these like really funny. I don't want to say Saturday Night Live, but they they make video game like with the, the sprites. They make these funny sketches with gotcha. video game sprites. I thought this was like video game Dunky's alter ego. <laughs> no, no, you you probably like Dorkly. It's funny. Um, yeah, shout out to both of those video game content creators. <laughs> What is happening? I can't even think straight today. Mega Man. Mega Man. Mega. 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 Jordan, I like that this game is a great evolution of the original series. Like wall jumping, for example, not in the original game. Dash jumping, things like that. It just feels like the moveset here. The the sort of, not default moveset, because some of them are upgrades or whatever, like the dashing. In the original Mega Man, you know, you got to do, you got to get rush out to like spring jump up a thing. And then like in this game, they're like, we don't need spring jumping. We're just going to give you wall jumping and like make it part of the, the core moveset. Yeah. And so like, I like that this game kind of evolved the, the sort of gameplay of Mega Man. Yeah. That, yeah. That they didn't for me. Yeah. You know, I just spent so much time. Jordan, with which the... is, what's your favorite Mega Man game? Um, It's a toss up really. <laughs> Between Mega Man 64 <laughs> yeah. and uh, Mega Man Legends, Mega Man. Uh, or do you like Legends 2 more than the first one? What are we even <laughs> Your favorite Mega Man game. I don't know what any of these things are. All I remember is being really disappointed as a kid. Do you like renting Meg- Mega Man 64 at Blockbuster <laughs> and it being just a completely like empty, yeah. pointless world where you don't do anything. You Mega Man, the power fighters kind of guy. <laughs> is that like a, like a. Uh, Street Fighter kind of thing. It's an arcade game. Okay. Which I've been trying to get Patreon <laughs> to pick it for this Stop. for a podcast for a while. Because there, there are like a couple of Mega Man arcade games which are like cool, but like nobody really talks about them. And they're on the they're it's on the probably, Capcom second arcade stadium. It's probably for the like best. two bucks a piece. They're pretty cool. I like them. I like them. I like them. Uh, but yeah, I liked. I like the way that this kind of evolved sort of the classic Mega Man franchise. And now I'm in a place where I'm like, I want to play more Mega Man X. I love like classic 8-bit Mega Man. Yeah. Like, and that's not going to change. And I don't think the X is, I don't probably see myself liking X more than those classic games. 
But I'm definitely like the way that this evolved. I really want to see what else the X franchise did because it's it feels um, more mega, more man. It just feels like more. I don't want to say more of like a, a an open canvas or whatever, but it feels like the classic eight bit Mega Man just is what it is, and I don't want anything else to be introduced any like weird elements um but the x franchise they like i think you get the like melee weapons and like stuff like that later on when you think you can play as like zero or like i don't know i don't know but i just want more Mega Man x in my life okay. based on the evolutions that i experienced in Mega, this Mega Man x nice i think <clears throat> this game was an honorable mention on our desert island super nintendo list if for it me, was for yeah, me. it was not from me <laughs> and so now i'm just like yes i'm i wanted more Mega Man x then and now i'm like i should play all x8 all <laughs> there's <laughs> x8 eight of these x yes that's they're not all on the super nintendo okay that makes sense that's yeah. good i think x4 started on like ps1 saturn and Oh like yeah, that. I did see something about that. And then I think there's a couple on PS2, but I didn't didn't fully dig into the research. You got anything else, Dan? I, of what I do. the game does I, what well? What did you think that the game did well? It's just I, Mega Man. It's Mega Man. Just, yeah. That's 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 what he thought the game did well. Well, I also wrote. <laughs> I <laughs> also wrote down uh, that you get to wear a mech suit for about thirty seconds in the chameleon level. I thought that was cool. And in Chill Penguins level. Did you forget about that? I did. That was the first one I played. I forgot about that. And uh, Rookie Hunter Mode. I really like Rookie Hunter Mode. <laughs> he likes the collection. Guys, on the, the collection. The worst collection that I own. I guarantee you, <laughs> I would not have beaten more than two bosses in this game if it wasn't for Rookie Hunter Mode. So shout yeah. out to the collection for giving me an easy mode because I got to play some Mega Man. Yeah. And I am just really bad at platforming. And this game is a lot of platform. <laughs> it, it's almost like it is a platformer. So like when <laughs> I finally manage to get through a difficult platforming section, I don't want to get immediately murdered by a reploid. So, yeah. 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 We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll yeah. So that's that. what this game we'll does. Well, that. yeah. Um, Jordan, uh, we talked about the story earlier, like versus like the original Mega Man But the story's series, not in like, the game, No, but Dan. I'm saying, like, like the story, act, well, when you read like about, actually, like this is a, this is a kind of a broader point when I think about like the nature of worth that are worthless and like games by, retro games by today's standards. Yeah. Like, well, if it's by today's standards, we really do need to probably start factoring more into like, oh, I read a Wikipedia article or like all of the information is on the internet because that's part of the modern experience. Of these retro games. So yeah, but I'm going like, to be a little bit more fair about the story here because I did read everything that was going on. And then thinking about how I was experiencing this game based on the story that I had read makes me think like, oh, yeah, this world does feel a lot richer, a lot more interesting. Damn, that's completely, that's like completely backwards, though, because by today's standards, having to go read a manual, which doesn't exist in modern gaming, or to go online and have to read a lore dump. Because it's not going to be in the game. You're going to get like two cutscenes in the whole game and they're not going to really explain anything. Like that, by today's standards, the story is non-existent. But the story does you exist. Can go, it shows you can you go get it on the, the internet. Oh my word. You can go get it on the internet, it but it's not in the you game. It shows cutscenes. No, there's, it does there's not. T- there's dialogue. You're fighting Boba Fett. And Boba Fett. Yeah. Like- <laughs> okay. Right? What? Ha- why, why was Boba Fett in there for a second? <laughs> what was that? That's vile. 
They never say they, <laughs> if I hadn't read online, I would have no clue who Vile is. They didn't. They don't ever say anything about Vile in the game. Yeah, well, Vile is like <laughs> you see the name like later on in a cutscene. But I thought that was Sigma. No, purple. Until Bulbasaur? I read it online, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> I thought it was just a different form. No, I think Vile is just like a just a maverick, just just a maverick, super powerful maverick showing them X needs to level up. I like now I'm picturing as Tom Cruise because you keep saying Maverick. <laughs> X needs to rip off some parts of Flame Mammoth. Ripping parts off of everybody. Yeah. Shout out to the Wind Flame Mammoth or not? No. What was the the uh, uh, Comfort Eagle? Sky Eagle. <laughs> Sky like Eagle. That. Comfort Eagle is a cake album. Um, <laughs> he, he, Jordan doesn't know the band Cake. I, it's, it's fine. I've heard of <laughs> Cake. <laughs> Dan, you've seen the Spotify <laughs> statistics of what our audience listens to. It's fine. It's fine. You we know, don't, we don't have don't to talk about it. We don't is. need to talk about it. We don't need to talk about it. Anyways, story, much richer part of the game. I like the armor upgrades. Um, again, like it's just an evolution of the franchise. I like, oh, I'm taking less damage, which is such an interesting thing in games. Like we're going to make this game brutally hard so that yeah. it feels really, really good when you take 50% damage instead of full well, damage. When I was reading that interview about like creating Mega Man and they came up with the system they used in all the Mega Man games. And when they would have uh, like a swarm of enemies attack you, the first two would be hard. And then the third one would be easy because they didn't want, they wanted your last experience to be, wow, I'm super good and powerful not to have like an easy, medium, hard. Interesting. So like it would try to like make you feel like the game wasn't as hard as it was. That's which, cool. I don't know. Yeah, I would say it's, mission it's, unsuccessful. Well, <laughs> it depends because this is another weird one. Like I can imagine balancing Mega Man is probably tough with all of the sub weapons. Like how do you tune an enemy for eight different sub weapons potentially? Because you don't know what order the player is going to play the game in. Yeah. It's just an interesting 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 thing but like the like you can break bricks with your head but that came in like the second to last level i played so i'm like i don't, I don't really even know what you're talking used. about I don't yeah remember. there's an armor upgrade for the helmet where you're breaking bricks with your head i never got that like <laughs> what should we make the helmet do hit bricks with your head like okay but right. i like you know and then the dashing is another thing where it's like there might i don't know if there's another upgrade beyond those three because i know you can if you get like everything you get like the hadouken yeah, you can do, do like can. a street fighter attack yeah. that kills yeah, everybody yeah. in one hit. But I didn't do, I didn't get to that. I'm not that good yet. I will. I will. I think I'm going to master this game. But okay. um, armor upgrades were a, great, a good thing in this game. I liked collecting them. That yeah. was fun. Jordan, another thing that the game does well. Yeah. You can replay levels. So if you got your new helmet to break bricks and you saw something like a heart container yeah. that will give you more life and health or, hey, where are the other sub tanks? Which another sub tanks is great. In Mega Man, you got like E-tanks, which are like, hey, I need a health boost in the middle of the level. Yeah. You find E-tanks, but in previous Mega Man games, those kind of go away. It's like, it's like lives. I got five E tanks and I use one and I have four. Um, oh, and these ones are these, permanent. I think, I think the Retron was acting a little funky when I would like. <laughs> oh, you were cheating. I had to cheat to beat this game by 1 a.m. last night. Yeah. For this a... podcast. Well. And so the Retron made the sub tanks work weird. And so yes. they would disappear when I would turn the sub tank cheat off. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
I'm like, I'm so, pretty yeah. sure these are permanent, but I didn't start using them until the end of the game. Yeah, you can replay levels, but you can't refight bosses, which I thought was kind of sad. Well, when you've already stolen their body, yeah, that's You've fair. already decimated them and removed their limbs and blown them up. Like, that's why? true. That's fair. I get it. Like, it makes why? sense from a story perspective. But yeah, so you can go back and collect the stuff that you missed if you want, which yeah. is that should be a thing. It is. And it is. It so is. well done, Capcom. You designed a video game. Good job. Good job. 20 years ago, you guys really did it. <laughs> 20, Wait, 20 30 years, years ago. This 30, game is 30 years old. Yeah, they released, uh, I think it was I Am 8-Bit actually put out like a, I think a 30th anniversary like Mega Man thing. And I think there's, it's probably like stupid expensive. But How is 1993 30 years ago? I think they put out Mega Man 2 and Mega Man X, like re-release of the cartridges, like Super Nintendo cartridge. Cool. All right, Jordan, let's move on to what the game doesn't do so well. All right. For me, one of the most stunning things, and again, I don't know Mega Man, so I'm not like coming in with you Mega Man. You don't know Mega Man? You never, like, you I'm never not coming met in. This, this sweet, <laughs> how tall is Mega Man? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Mega Man X I is taller. I see Mega Man is like, <laughs> like four feet tall. The size of like a six-year-old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a squat, like Krillin. Yeah. Yes. He's Krill. Yeah. He's Krillin and a little bit of power armor. With a helmet. Yeah. So I'm not like coming in with all like the preconceived notions about what Mega Man is. So maybe you're yeah, going to laugh. I at like this, that. I li- I, this is this is refreshing. For yeah. Me. Why can't Mega Man shoot up or anywhere besides straight in front of him? That's terrible. It felt so bad. Like you made this, this armor. Contra? You made this armor that can't point up. You can't okay. point 45 degrees up. I see you. It was bad. That's um, dumb. It's, it's dumb. Interesting. That's a that's a lot of um, retro shooters, though, in general. Um, yeah, but like they they could have it shoot up, like Contra. Really? So this I is the thing. Know, man. I, I think was going like the game wouldn't be fun. I was I gonna. Like it, I was gonna get to this later, but I think that we need to get to this right off the bat. Is I was playing this game and I kept being disappointed that it wasn't. Contra and yeah. it wasn't Super Metroid. Okay. It just sits awkwardly between those two. And I feel like I was just constantly like, why is this game awkwardly sitting between Contra and Super Metroid? And why does it feel bad for not just going a little bit further into either the shoot 'em up direction or a little bit more further into like the Super Metroid castle? What is it called? Metroidvania. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, it felt awkward in the middle of those two and didn't feel good for sitting in the middle of those yeah, two. Yeah, I mean, I don't agree. Um, well, of course you I don't. Think, you love Mega Man. Yeah. Your, this entire well, this entire studio we're in oh is my covered word. in Mega Man stuff. <laughs> the walls are, are painted to match Mega Man's classic outfit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the walls are blue? You didn't know, you didn't know yeah. that I actually used the color picker on... <laughs> on a Mega Man Sprite, took it to the hardware store and got gallons of paint based on the hex values of Mega Man. Did you you never notice that? I had never noticed, but now I kind of see it. (laughs) All right, now you tell me why I'm dumb for wanting this to be Contra or Super Metroid. Uh, I don't think you're dumb for that. I think it's it's a valid thought, but I think that the design of this game really doesn't necessarily warrant you needing those abilities. Um, To be able to shoot up? Yeah, like I just I think it's fine because of the way that the enemies and the levels are designed. I don't think it. Uh, 
I don't There's think it's constantly a enemies flying over you. And yeah. I'm thinking especially of when you're on a wall, you're climbing up a wall, your wall jumping up a wall. Yeah. And there's enemies directly above you that all you, you can do. Boomerangs. All Okay, you so have the sub- one weapon that kind of sometimes the goes sub- up. Sub-weapons, Jordan, that, often will give you abilities that go above you or behind you. That you like cannot that. control. You can uh, throw a boomerang that sometimes, sometimes goes sometimes. where you want it to. You can shoot a homing missile that will eventually get where you want it to go. Ooh, but the it homing might, missiles, I like those. It yeah. might take a million years because they're the world's slow. Years. Literally, if that was a real weapon, all the all uh, an enemy. <laughs> if Mega Man was real, like this wouldn't make. No, any- <laughs> I'm just saying. If your homing missile moves at one inch per second like is it really going to be a useful weapon it is so incredibly slow if Mega Man was real like the, the enemies are just spawning 15 feet in front of you instead of coming at you and attacking you well that's another thing too so, like let's not even you're just you're trying to climb even. up a wall and an enemy spawns and Jordan, then you drop down a little bit and you've already killed it and now you go up again and it's there and they just constantly respawn like Jordan doesn't like that Mega Man isn't realistic no I don't like <laughs> I just like I feel like people get really into these franchises and then they just yeah. excuse away all the annoying things because they but really that's love the fine. franchise. It's not it's not annoying. It's the me. fact that enemies constantly respawn over and over and over again and you have like n- like which also serves a gameplay purpose if you need to refill you your just sub-weapons. We're talking about how it wouldn't make any sense for the bosses to be back because you killed them. It's like, well, I've killed this same uh, little spider <laughs> thing on the wall 900 times and they keep replacing it. Yeah. So that's not as expensive as an Android. It's not a Reploid. <laughs> I don't know. There was just a lot of really frustrating things in this game that yeah. seemed like, well, we just do that because that's what Mega Man does. And like yeah. they didn't really stop to consider, is this actually what's you don't best like for the, the respawning game? And not being able to shoot. You don't like that you have to like actually play a game with skill. I get that. Pretty uh, no, I would like to play the game with skill. I would like to be like I'm looking. You then have go play Contra. Jordan. You have a Mega Man figurine on the monitor that and is it, looking right at me, and he is holding both of his arms, one at a 90 degree angle, one at a 45 degree angle, both pointing up. Yeah. He can obviously lift his arms above his shoulders. Well, the problem is the Mega Buster only comes onto his hand when he's at he's he's got his arm right in front of him. That's not other true. Than, like, other than that, he always has to run with two fists out until he decides to shoot and then the same thing to do a Mega Buster. I don't Are know. we really going <laughs> to... It was one of the most frustrating things to do in this really game. Are we going to really talk about video games not making... Uh, yeah, I guess that's what we do on this podcast. Um, it was frustrating that you couldn't shoot up. Jordan, did you know that if you write basically any video game idea out on a piece of paper, it sounds like stupid and terrible? Any game, if you write it down on a piece of paper, it's going to sound terrible. No, you take this game... And okay. let Mega Man X, yeah, and make Mega Man be able to shoot up and at a forty-five degree angle, and you have an infinitely better game. I don't agree. Well, you don't. I don't agree because that's that, that is Contra. Yes, and yes, exactly. Which is a Contra, better game? No, Contra. No. Yes, uh, Dan. Yes. No. Okay. Well, we'll get to this no. in the Patreon no. segment where no. we no. Rate, rate the games, but rate the games, rank the games. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I think Mega Man is, is far better than Contra. That's fine. That's what I'm saying. You have played too many of these games and you may be blinded to what's <laughs> actually happening. Maybe blinded to what's Well, let's actually... hear more of what you think is bad about this game. Oh, oh. I just deleted all of my notes in my theory. <laughs> Good. Good. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Thank you. They were valid points. Anyways, nothing. 
<laughs> your experience is not valid. I would love to hear more of what you think the game doesn't do well. Uh, classic Mega Man gotchas in the gameplay. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I have that too. Yes. Gotcha so traps. One of the things that is classic trope of the Mega Man franchise is these gotchas. And part of what makes the game hard is like unfair enemy placement. I'm just trying to jump over this gap. Oh, this giant light lightning bug is like shooting across the screen exactly where my arc would go for me to yes. make this jump. Gotcha traps are fine. They're totally fine. Once if, in a while. If yeah. you have a good checkpoint system and mm-hmm. a good continue system. Yeah. This game has neither of those things. So gotcha traps feel really bad. You get yeah. three lives. Mm-hmm. They get evaporated instantly because... Yeah. This game. And then I can't even imagine what it would be like to actually play this on the Super Nintendo where I can't just yes. reload a save. I have to go and put in a 16 digit password <laughs> to try to <laughs> reload my spot in the yeah, game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the gotcha traps, like, while they're a classic, like, Mega Man thing. Um, you keep you, saying classic get, like it's a good thing. No, like classic, like this is just a core part of the franchise. Um, not like, oh, modern classic, like, great thing. That speaks into, I think, the replay. Like when I was talking about, oh, the, the games are kind of about speedrunning or whatever, or they're about like optimizing your path. Like the gotcha traps sort of wear off after you play this game dozens of times, which is like where <laughs> where where it shines. But at the same time, like when it's punching you in the face constantly, or like once you've memorized the whole <laughs> game and you know how to avoid all the annoying things, then it's great. <laughs> once you've fought Sigma. 128 times. Yeah. Like you're just gonna you're gonna know how to avoid the the cheap boss behavior there. Um, yeah. The the I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's it feels like fake retro hard sometimes when yeah. they are just like <laughs> the, the normal path that the player would jump. We just knocked him into a pit. Yeah. Or like we put a bunch of extra spikes here so that you would fall on them, and then we swapped you from different angles, and you can't shoot up. So you have to like really do some weird like movement to 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 get through this. Sounds like we both agree. Maybe that if you could just shoot up, this game would have been better. No, I mean I don't agree that if you shoot up, the game would have been better. But like, does he ever again, get that ability in any souls. Mega Man game? To not that I know of, not in any like side-scrolling two D. Um, can't speak to anything else. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe when you get Twin Stick, but I don't think even Mega Man Eleven lets you shoot up. That game has some cool systems, too, where you can slow down time. Oh, this game does that, want. too. Speaking of <laughs> game slowing down, holy cow. Holy cow. Did they even optimize this game? I felt like I was You've playing never it played a Mega Man game. two frames per second. Yeah, that's that's another. Speaking of classic Mega Man tropes, <laughs> slow down is a is This a, is just a regular a part of the. Yeah, yeah. They don't run well. Why do people like these games? <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. It's like for people who fun. want a game that won't commit to one genre that runs really slow. What do you mean? Handicaps the player won't by literally tying genre. their arm to their waist. Oh my word! <laughs> what do you mean won't commit to one genre? I was like, pick. Is it side scrolling sho- platformer? Is it a shoot 'em up or no. is it a, it's a platform Metroidvania? It's neither. It's not a Metroidvania. Yeah, Meg. I don't know. Uh, I, so this is Castle the thing. Man. This is the thing. <laughs> I had a decent time with this. I was bummed yeah. that I didn't have a better time with it. And 
I was just like frustrated that so many of the things that this game that seem to be like glaring obvious weaknesses are things that just get like hand waved away by people who love this franchise because it's like, well, this is like the 19th game in the franchise and we just love it so much. And they just repeat and they copy and paste the same thing over and over again. Like Tears of the Kingdom. No, not at all like that. <laughs> like this is the thing. Like that's actually a really good example. There were lots of things in Breath of the Wild that people were like, hey, this is a really frustrating thing. And then Nintendo went and spent six years taking that game and fixing all the stuff. There wasn't that much stuff to be like problems with them because Breath of the Wild was a Don't phenomenal game. Don't tell me Nintendo listened to their fans and took six feedback. years I making Nintendo. a sequel that fixed literally every problem that I have in Breath of the Wild except for the fact that I still can't pet a dog, which is a travesty. <laughs> But that's the difference between we're going to take our time and actually spend. They spent the last year of development on Tears of the Kingdom just doing polish. And so if we're going to put out six Mega Man games on one console, it's like we're literally just copying and pasting. And so we're going to have the same slowdown and buggy nonsense and not actually ever teach this robot how to lift his arm above his shoulder. (laughs) I don't know, man. I just I feel like. my experience with this game why are you trying to make sense out of <laughs> i'm I'm, the, I'm trying to make sense out of how are there 20 games in this franchise that are all the exact same and they didn't fix fun. any of the yeah. issues they're fun but you just you, you just agreed with me that the game often runs at a slideshow pace yeah it does that's why i love the Mega Man legacy collection is because you can turn off the slideshow and then you get finally the cowabunga collection does the same thing get, get rid of that slideshow Let's go. Let's play these games the way that they what is, should what, be played. What is this collection that you have that you can do that? What what, what system is that on? The Mega Man Legacy Collection? Yeah. It's on like everything. It's on like PS4. It's on Switch. It's on 3DS. What was I it's playing? on Wii U. I was You're playing. playing the Mega Man X Legacy Collection. So the Mega Man Legacy Collection is the NES games. Oh. Legacy Collection 2 is like 7, 8, 9, and 10. And then you have the X Collection. Now you have like the Zero Collection. Okay. So... Yes, the X collection was not made with a bunch of love and care and doesn't have like they were core just tr- basic <laughs> They were just trying to be accurate features. to their original development come of on. these games. <laughs> By putting easy mode, like, come on, no. That, and that's just the thing, people, <laughs> that's like kind of the, the conversation when I brought this up about the collection. And like, it's a true Mega Man experience, like kind of joking around or whatever, but I'm like, rookie hunter mode. Not a true Mega Man experience. Like they did do something yeah. to these games. Yeah. So they could have done like, you know, a little more work to to make them more palatable. But anyways, Jordan, I don't even know what we were talking about. But you were talking about how slow and poorly the game runs. I wasn't. Yeah, you talked about the the you, frame rate. Yeah, I didn't talk about the frame rate. Oh, how do we I get were talking you were talking gotchas. about gotcha traps, gotchas. which led us to the frame rate. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Slide, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> it's a gotcha game. I don't like that they really put a bunch of gotcha mechanics <laughs> in this game. You have to pay uh, 99 cents every time you want to try to get a boss upgrade, but there's only a 4% chance that one will actually drop. So, Gotcha. Pun. Gotcha. Right. Uh, Jordan, some of the sub weapons feel underpowered. Based on like how I've been playing, getting more into Mega Man as an adult and realizing like how much I should use the sub weapons and how much smoother of an experience it can make like some of the difficulty. Yeah. Um, Like I was finding just, I started, so I started with Chill Penguin and then like hopped into the boss order that way. And I didn't get like the defense upgrade and stuff like that until like the fifth or sixth boss. Um, And then the heart tanks i only got like one or two of those 
And I was like trying to be thorough. I was actually trying yeah. to, to explore this game as much as possible. Without like just following a walkthrough or something. Well, yeah, without following a walkthrough at all. And then like I didn't get the boomerang thing, which lets you grab certain pickups where yeah, I was like, how do that. I get the that thing? I have no idea. You need that to get most of the extra stuff. Yeah, I didn't know. And I didn't play that guy till like fifth or something. So, um, yeah, like I was, I was based on the optimal route that I've taken through other Mega Man games and how some of the sub weapons feel in those. I was like, why is it still taking like four shots of the sub weapon to kill this enemy? Or like, why does the sub weapon feel useless? Cause I was trying to use all of them to sort of like optimize my path. Yeah. And I never really felt like I was like super overpowered Mega Man, just able to like run through the levels quickly while I'm abusing my weapons. Cause that's part of the fun is like, Oh, now I can just kind of like, yeah, not scum the game, but like, you know, have a much well, easier time. The with, game with starts the curve. with you have like no powers and zero comes in and he's like wrecking dudes. And he's like, well, you, you just need to get powered up like me. Yeah. You need zero powers. And so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so as you go through the game, you're getting more and more powerful and you start to feel like zero. Yeah. From zero to hero. Yeah. From hero to zero. Yeah. Well, yeah. From zero to zero. From zero to zero. But yeah, like I just like I think based on the other Mega Man games I've sort of optimized, I'm like, man, I just I want to feel more powerful here. I want to just be able to like that enemy that took 16 X Buster shots. I want to take him out in like two shots. Yeah. And I didn't really find that experience here. Like the ice shotgun. I'm like, this is a great weapon. You shoot a projectile and it bounces off walls and turns into a bunch. But it didn't feel much stronger than like my default weapon. Like, yeah. come on, that should feel like way stronger. Or I should be freezing enemies. Yeah. Which goes into another uh, point that I have. Like you. Okay. So spoiler alert for Mega Man X. For this 30 year old game. Zero takes out Vile sacrifices himself. Yes, he pulls a Krillin. <laughs> or no, 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 not Krillin. Chaozu. He pulls a Chaozu, which if you haven't seen Dragon Ball Z, he latches onto the back of the bad guy and self-destructs himself <laughs> and doesn't even really kill the bad guy. And doesn't even... <laughs> and then he gives you his Mega Buster. Yes. Like, which lets you charge up the sub-weapons. Oh, is that what was happening? That was what was happening. They didn't so you explain get, that. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I don't think I would have, I, I accidentally discovered it. And then again, shout out to Thematic Daredevil, who was talking about a speed run, talking about uh, the chameleon weapon. Like, yeah. so once you get the charged ability, or once you're able to charge sub weapons, yeah. chameleon turns you just invincible and invisible kind of a thing. So you're able to like go through like the level very quickly oh, nice. um, when you charge it up. So I was like, oh, this is a thing. Like, cool. And I just wish you would have gotten that just straight out of the gate um, or not waited till like you're oh, basically able to going through your... Sigma levels. And granted, you can go back to old levels, but like the charge abilities, I think, should have been yeah. there by default because you can charge up your Mega Bass. Me you can charge up your Buster through the whole game, but not your sub weapons until until the epic moment. When, does it use when more energy when you charge them up? I think it does. Okay. I think it does. Cause they're like way more interesting and powerful abilities. Although the ice shotguns, like what if we shoot an ice platform? Like what? <laughs> like it's an ice platform, I, that which I guess actually is been kind of super convenient because I struggled really hard with some of the like wall jumping up corridors. Yeah. And that might've come in handy. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, I mean the difficulty in general too, 
the game is just like brutal unless you find like the upgrades and I didn't get the the fifth or I didn't get the defense upgrade till the fifth or sixth and the fight to get the defense upgrade. Did you get this? I don't even know what you're talking about. So you get armor that basically means you take 50% damage. Oh no, I don't think I got that unless I got it on an accident. Well, you had to like, I don't know, maybe flame mammoth. I don't remember the stage, but there's like a, a, a part of a stage where you, you dash jumped and you got to a higher part. And it was like locks you into a boss arena and you got to oh. fight this like this like ball looking enemy with a claw hand. No, I did not do that. And the fight was terrible. I mean, it was just super annoying and it took well, way too much damage. That kind of goes into my last point about what this game doesn't do so well and that the boss fights are bad. <laughs> there was like one or two memorable boss fights and the rest of them you can just cheese with your super powered weapons and yeah every time you hit a boss he restarts the same like they have these like uh complex attack patterns but every yeah. time you hit them with the weapon that they're weak to they just restart their pattern so you're just watching the same three seconds of their yeah. attack pattern over and over again and i was like these bosses look so cool the concept of the maverick hunters is so cool like the stealing their weapons is really cool, but actually fighting them was super lame. Yeah. They have these like really annoying behaviors. And then once you figure out what they do, like that's how you kind of like move through the boss fights or you figure out how to kind of scum them or like whatever. Um, it's, it's interesting. I, I'm neither here nor there. Like a lot of the times it's like this boss fight feels really cheap. Um, but the patterns are predictable and like, the yeah, only one that was yeah. like any sort of a challenge until you get to the Sigma part was the Eagle. And that was because I didn't know. Really? I didn't know that there was a button to dash. I thought you had to double tap <laughs> the D pad. Yeah, you can double tap or you can press a button to dash. And once I knew that you could press a button to dash and I had the chameleon thing that he's weak to. Yeah. Then it was super easy. Yeah, I thought that one was one of the easier fights. That level was miserable just by the amount of platforming, and I'm terrible at platforming. I thought that level was one of the easier ones, too. <laughs> well, you are good at platforming. Uh, clearly. But you know what? You know what, Jordan? Like, one of the things that I have is just Mega Man's hilariously terrible bosses in general. Like, What do you mean? <laughs> the, if you look at, like, some of the bosses in the Mega Man franchise, like, Chill Penguin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's chill so, so, or like uh what was the 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 armadillo uh armored armadillo spark, spark mandrill or like those are yeah spark mandrill armor armadillo uh Sky decoy Mandrel. octopus decoy octopus that's no that's isn't that from uh isn't that from uh metal gear solid revolver ocelot but they but they could be yeah. mega man bosses yeah um and then, like, you have, like, <laughs> I think it's Mega Man 9. There's, like, Sheep Man and, like, Concrete Man and Galaxy Man and, like... <laughs> they just gave up. <laughs> well, it's a through line of the Mega Man franchises. They have, like, a lot of these these really terrible... Like, one of the, the things on my wall is is the... I think his name's Avalanche Man or something. He's, like, a giant snowball robot. <laughs> like, on skis. On skis. Yeah, so, like, a lot of these these bosses in, in the franchise are just silly, but... I was just thinking about Chill Penguin. I'm like, what are these conversations going like when they're talking about coming up with Mega Man bosses? But chameleon, like, what's it? Uh, 
I don't know, man. They were also you like, know it would be a fun boss to fight. Memorable, a, a chameleon. Like that sounds very intimidating. Chameleon robot. He was. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I don't know either. I think the bosses in Mega Man are hilariously bad. Yes, I agree. They're some bad. of them. Some of them. But uh, Jordan, last thing I think I have is the Sigma fights. Yes. Come on. This is where the game lost me. Come on. Literally, like I beat all of the levels, all the bosses in each level. I'm like, okay, there's going to be one more boss. Oh, you know, this is your lack of knowledge about the Mega Man franchise. And cool. so I go and I fight the boss and we beat him. And then there's a second form and I beat him. Oh, you, you're after the Sigma levels. No. There's like three levels. Oh, you're talking- Bro, I didn't okay, know yeah. there right. was oh, a yeah, whole yeah, half yeah. of the game left. Yeah, so when you beat the... For the unfamiliar that are listening to a Mega Man X Please podcast, explain, because I'm so confused. Mega Man franchise, you beat all the robot masters, then you go through like the Wily Castle. The and what? It, yeah, like there's always like a Wily series of levels where you p- play another like three or four levels okay. of like... Now you do all of the things. You need yeah. to use the tools at your disposal. We're going to give you a bunch of like new mini bosses. We're going to make you fight the old bosses that you already fought. What? And we're going to, you know, give you a nice. Now the game is, like you said, it's like the other half of the game is, is the hard level. Okay. Up to the final boss. It's a so thing. I do the thing. We kill the vile guy. Zero has his cutscene moment. I go and start. I'm like, okay, the game is over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I go and start playing the next level and I got to wall jump up this nonstop corridor where every three seconds a new enemy is being spawned. and So I'm, that you can fill your sub tanks. Nope. They're not dropping anything. So I'm just completely. They do drop things. They didn't. They do. They didn't. They do. If okay. you scum them, they do. That's I'm the, just telling that you. why they are there. They didn't drop anything. So all my sub tanks are empty. And I just said, I beat this game. It's done. I did it. <laughs> We did it. We killed the guy. I got Zero's arm. There's not. I literally the, the intro scene is you got to be as powerful as me. Well, now I have your arm, so I am. <laughs> game over. I was like, I'm not. You're I'm done. Carrying I'm done. a zero arm. <laughs> I was like, I beat the game. Why are you giving me more game? I beat it. It's like the cover of Mega Man One where he's holding a gun. Yeah, that's the zero arm. <laughs> I wanted to him to have a gun. Shout out to the Mega Man One box art. <laughs> anyway, so. I did not finish this game because I thought it was... What a shock. I thought it was over and they kept having more. Just like... It's no like an RPG. To, no one to end it. <laughs> it's like Final Fantasy VII. How many discs? <laughs> so, so you didn't even... Did you fight the Sigma dog? No, dude, I'm telling you. I killed Vile. You didn't even fight Sigma? I thought that was Sigma <laughs> until I went online and read it was a whole different person. It's a purple guy. I killed a purple guy. Yeah? In a big robot suit. Yeah, and that's where you stopped playing? And then we fought him again. That's and then we blew him up. Then, then you stopped playing? No, I played some more, and then I got stuck, and I quit. You got stuck on what? There was a long corridor that you had to wall jump up, and there was 9 million enemies that wouldn't stop spawning, and they didn't oh. drop anything. Oh. And I said, this is not fun. Okay. I'm going to bed. So you still had, like, another, like, two levels. No, like, I didn't. I beat the king. <laughs> <laughs> so right before you fight the final boss, there's a long corridor that you wall jump up. Yeah. And there's like a few spots where like little like one shot enemies will come out. Yes. And those over enemies and over drop. And over. They didn't. No, not. I'm talking about a different area. I think I'm in this a area. A different area. About. Okay. Um, 
maybe you are, but there was also like a really hard area that I had to like do a bunch of wall jumping to get up. And I just, I think used the chameleon ability to like, I didn't know that existed. They didn't tell me that existed. I wouldn't have known if thematic daredevil didn't talk about the speed run, which is something this game does bad. Um, okay. What do you mean, Dan? You can't just hand wave away all the stuff. Cause you like the franchise. Watch. Oh my gosh, he's waving his hands at me. It's gone. It's gone. Great game. I think it is a good game. I think it definitely is a 30-year-old game that has a lot of problems that 30-year-old games have. You know what I was thinking? I think it was yesterday. Mega Man 99. That sounds like a fun game to me. I it does sound like a good game for you. Yeah. I would love I would love a Mega Man 99. Capcom. Please. I don't think there's enough people to have 99 Mega Man fans online at one time. <laughs> All right, I mean, whatever. You can maybe get like a Mega Man 9. <laughs> it's not Tears of the Kingdom. It's not the it's fastest 12. selling Nintendo game of all time. You're correct. <laughs> that game sold 10 million copies in its first two days. Well, congratulations. I thank you. If it's so good, I have worked really hard. I worked really hard on on that game. I don't know why you're not playing. And honestly, (laughs) if it's that good, I would be playing it. Right. I told Dan this. It honestly hurt me to stop playing Tears of the Kingdom to finish this game. Yeah, and zero people care. I started playing this game. I was having a fine time with it, and then Tears of the Kingdom came out, and I didn't play it again. Yeah. Until it was time to record, and I had to finish it. Yeah. And then I I did. You did it. I did finish it. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Congrats. Did it. Now you can go build your roller coasters to get across lakes. I need to send you a screenshot. I literally found a roller coaster. Okay. In the game. It's so fun. <laughs> what a game. Zelda, I found a roller coaster. Zelda roller coaster tycoon. Yeah. Just when, when are they just going to remaster Ocarina of Time? This is all you need to know about us. Yeah. Dan loves Mega Man X and won't play Tears of the Kingdom. And I love Tears of the Kingdom and didn't want to play any more Mega Man X. And that tells you a lot about us and our gaming preferences. No, no, no. I think there's, I don't know. I don't know. We don't have to talk about this. We don't have to. We All right. right what else to. you got? What else? You got? I think I'm done. I think I'm done with what the game doesn't do so well. Yeah. There it is. Mega Man X. Mega Man X. Yeah. It's a Super Nintendo Mega Man game. That feels like a Super Nintendo Mega Man game. Yes, that is the most accurate sentence of this entire podcast. Yep. We should have just started with that and saved ourselves eight minutes. <laughs> All right, Jordan, let's move on to the rest of our show. All right, Dan, what would you pay for the experience that you just had with Mega Man X? What would I pay for the Mega Man X experience? I'm coming out of this like, oh, man, I feel this is weird. And you're, you're going to do the thing that you do. And I'm going to do the thing that I do. Yeah. Because we are us. Yeah. And I was glad to be done with this. Oh. I, after like the final boss fight and just like, okay, so the, I, I started off playing this on the Mega Man X Legacy Collection. And then I was like, I can't save state. Like I just, I'm on a time budget here. I'm going to yeah. finish this game, like save states. So I switched to the Super Nintendo guitar- cartridge on the Retron. And I basically save scummed through a lot of it. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to save here or like, you know, I'm going to play half of a level and come back to it, you know, after work or tonight or something. Um, 
And so once I got to the Sigma fight, that's when I was like, I, uh, I had to, to, to cheat to refill my sub tanks and like all this thing. And I was like, I'm fighting this guy 85 times. I don't know what I'm doing. If I was playing this realistically, I like probably wouldn't finish this fight. This is annoying. I was so glad to be done with it. Yeah. Cause after I was fighting Sigma's final form, where he's got like these spiky platforms that are running around and they're shooting lightning out of the top and the bottom and he's shooting projectiles. It's just like a classic, like, <laughs> wouldn't this be fun if there, you could like actually avoid damage? Oh wait, like, no, I'm pretty sure there's no way to avoid damage in this fight. Yeah. And you die in three hits. Um, <laughs> all that to say, all that to say, I was like invincibility cheat. I'm going to bed. It's one in the morning. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to see the end of this game. We got to the same place in different ways. <laughs> we both felt good about the game being over. But that to be that being said, like I'm looking at Mega Man X going, I, I, I really want to play more of this game. I really want to optimize the path through it. I really want to beat it without dying, quite frankly. Um, well, I appreciate so, you being frank with me. <laughs> it's my middle name. Dan Frank. Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> uh, never mind. I'm going to censor myself. Yes. Um, anyways. Uh, <laughs> gosh. Nope. Just leave that alone. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I'm walking, I'm walking away from this, uh, feeling both positive and relieved, um, that it's over, <laughs> but I want to play more. I'm glad so, it's over. I'm, I'm glad I'm done playing it, yeah, but also but I want to play some more of this. I love, like, I love mastering Mega Man games. I've realized like how much I just like, like doing that. Um, so I'm like, I'm kind of like 20 bucks. Is that nostalgia tinted glasses? No, because that that love for the uh, that I'm talking about is actually like something that I've cultivated in the last couple of years. Okay, so that is not nostalgia glasses. It's just like, yeah, I liked Mega Man as a kid. Now I understand the way that Mega Man is designed, like we talked about earlier. And now, what's fun for me is just figuring out how I can just get through levels without any without any real effort. Yeah, um, and figuring out what that optimal path is, and kind of doing like the speedrunner thing, where I just like to me, it's it's like. I just want to beat the game without dying. That's the ultimate achievement for yeah. a lot of retro games. Like uh, like the original Castlevania. I was like, this game is just stupid hard. I got mad at it. And then I beat it without dying as a, out of spite. Yeah. And then I'm like, you right, showed it's it. fine. I sure did. <laughs> Take that Konami. I sure did. And like, yeah, I'm fine with Castlevania one. We've, we've, we've talked about our differences and now we're good. Yeah. And you know, same, that was, uh, that's where I'm at with Mega Man X. Cause I'm like, I see you. I want to, do that and make show you show you Mega Man X. So 20 bucks. Oh, what about you? What about you? Oh, there's a lot there. I think we'll just, what would you pay for a collection on leave, sale? Leave those layers unpeeled. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I bought the collection. I don't remember what I paid for it, but I remember not being happy about Probably the like amount. A, pr- that a pretty I paid like for $7. I think I, it's I $20 to... normally. It's nineteen ninety nine for the Mega Man X one and two legacy collection. Whatever, <laughs> it might be twenty heck. bucks a piece, and then there's a one and two bundle, which I think goes on sale for like ten bucks or something. Anyway, um, I I'm glad I played this. I'm glad I've played a Mega Man game and I got the experience. Yeah. I did enjoy the the basic gameplay loop before you hit the end game nonsense that is unnecessary um i really did have a pretty good time with this game despite 
like my grumpiness over the last few minutes. I, I, I really, <laughs> the last two hours, I'm not like totally opposed to Mega Man in the way that I've become jaded towards Final Fantasy. Like I would way rather play <laughs> more of this. I just am frustrated. I wonder if the pixel remasters, whenever we dip back into the Final Fantasy franchise, maybe the pixel remasters will, will file some of that. Uh, maybe that Final Fantasy. I just, think that i want this game to be something that it isn't and since i don't have any nostalgia for it like i'm just like way more aware of the nonsense that people put up with do you think that you would like a little bit more like super mario brothers inside of mega man where like no i feel like the peak i I told you i want more contra or more super metroid i don't want any more mario brothers i feel like the difficulty of mario spikes at like a like a seven to an eight maybe like the hardest that the game gets is like okay. yeah this is like a solid like your world eight this is not easy for a lot of people like and it kind of sits in this sweet spot of difficulty where you never feel like the game is like punching you in the face so hard that you're never going to beat it yeah like do you feel like a little bit more of that would have make you made you feel a little bit better about the franchise or do like, i wish the game was easier yeah um, I said like the, cause it he, gets like, to like a 10 in difficulty, the difficulty. So I don't think I really got to like the real difficult part and it, well, <laughs> I don't know. I was, <laughs> no, playing yes, on, you, you definitely did. I was playing on rookie hunter yeah. mode. So it really wasn't the difficulty that bugged me. Yeah. Like okay. the difficulty right, wasn't my issue with this game. Yeah. I wasn't ever like stuck okay. because of difficulty. My, you would have gotten stuck from difficulty probably if you didn't play it on easy mode. Like the actual gameplay. Yeah was what I was frustrated with. Like there was just stuff okay. that just didn't feel good. Okay. Um, but I did have a, a generally good time with this game and I was enjoying picking it up and playing it until Tears of the Kingdom came out and then I had no incentive to <laughs> ever open this game again. But um like I I'm not I'm not gonna come in and say two dollars. I feel like I'm glad I had this experience. I don't know if this is like the best Mega Man game I could have played or not but uh i would i would say five bucks i wouldn't have felt bad at five bucks that's like dollar an hour most of the price of the collection you probably bought for i think i paid like 12 bucks 12 bucks that's still it wasn't like games for 12 bucks yeah but i'm not ever gonna play the other seven games unless you force me to (laughs) unless patreon forced me to let's be honest yeah so uh how much do you think 2024 is gonna be the mega marathon no, where every game, <laughs> I would have no problems quitting the podcast. Um, <laughs> so been what saying you, that for five years now. Yeah, and I reserve the right <laughs> at any moment to hang up these headphones. Uh, worth it or worthless? Five years old in June. That's when this whole thing oh, began. Yeah. June of you were twenty eighteen. That's when we, the, I called you and we were like, "We're almost as I old as Mega idea. Man. We're almost as old as Mega Man. <laughs> we're almost as tall as Mega Man." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Dan. So you're at five bucks. What do you think? I'm at twenty. A copy of this game is going for loose. Jordan, I accidentally looked at it. I was looking oh. at my price charting for oh. for our Patreon segment. Yeah, and I happened to get to my Super Nintendo games, and I glanced over at Mega Man X, and I saw that it was going for twenty seven dollars loose. Yes, one hundred and sixteen complete. Yeah. What do you think about the PAL? Do you have any idea what the PAL version pal, is going for? PAL, 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 PAL. I don't. I don't know if there's. Sometimes the PAL region gets really into things like separation anxiety or like random games that I'm like, that's popular somewhere else in the world. Um, 
And I just don't know. I don't know where Mega Man sets with, with, with PAL regions. I don't know if it's a popular franchise in PAL regions. I have to imagine it's probably as popular. I mean, Probotector, you know, um, they like robots. They do like robots. They like robots. Um, I have to imagine it's a proud. Well, it was published by Nintendo in Europe, which makes me think it's less valuable. So I'm going to say like $15. Uh, no, $65 loose. $65. $166 complete. Come on, pal. And as we mentioned, really? Can, $65? Yeah. Gosh, maybe. So 28 bucks here, 68 bucks in the PAL region. Uh, you can pick up the digital version for a variety of prices, depending on if it's on sale or not. So with all that knowledge, yeah. Dan, would you say that it, this game is worth it or worthless? Uh, the collection's definitely worth it. For sure, twenty eight bucks for Mega Man X. Twenty eight bucks for Mega Man X. No save states. No nothing. Oh man. No rookie hunter mode. No rookie hunter mode. This is a good game though. Like this is this is a good game that holds up. Um, would I pay twenty eight dollars if I go to the retro game store? I see it today. I don't have it, and I don't have the collection. Am I paying twenty eight bucks for it? You don't have Mega uh, Man X. No, I do. I'm I'm trying to, to I'm trying to simulate. Oh, 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 Simulate that experience in my brain. I'm trying to figure out if I would, if I would, if I would. <sighs> Sounds like a no. Well, I'm thinking about games like Super Mario World and like really classic games that would be essential yeses at the retro game shop. Um, yeah. <laughs> Man, this is if a no. You like if you're Mega hemming Man, it's a yes. If you're hemming and hawing you like this much, Mega it's Man, a no. It's yes. If if you like Mega Man, it's worth it. If so Dan's saying worthless. No. Dan is saying worthless. Worthless if you don't like Mega Man. Worth it if you do. I'm saying at 28 bucks, worthless. If you of course you're saying worthless at 28 bucks. Dan, you just said worthless also. Yeah, but. Yeah, so we're on yeah, the same page. Yeah. If you like really <laughs> want to play a whole bunch of Mega Man X games, then sure, buy the buy the collection. I think that it went goes on sale for a reasonable price often, and that would be worth it. For me personally, even at the sale price, I have no desire to play more Mega Man X games. If I was going to play more Mega Man, I'd probably want to check out some of the 14 dozen NES Mega Man games. 14 dozen. Yes. Six of them so, yeah it's a ridiculous Six number of games from a of single them. franchise so uh i'm gonna say worthless for me so he says it's worth it so he just came around glad we got there nice <laughs> jordan do we have trivia today we do oh and i'm excited about this trivia. yeah yeah so in the intro dan we talked about the intro to yeah. just get some like scrolling text from dr light dr light in the game's intro dr light quotes the first rule of robotics a robot must never harm a human being. Correct. Which real-life, iconic sci-fi author is Dr. Light quoting? On the Ooh. first, it's the first rule of robotics, the first law of robotics. Do you know which famous sci-fi author came up with the three laws of robotics, eventually became four in a many sequels later? Book. I think it was either John Grisham or Tom Clancy. Okay, I will give you <laughs> options. It is not the George R.R. Martin. It my is favorite. Not <laughs> that we talked about favorite. earlier. Uh, we have your options are A. Douglas Adams, B. Isaac Asimov, or C. Jules Verne. <laughs> I recognize exactly one of those names. 
you recognize one of those names. So Douglas Adams is famous for writing The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. Jules Verne is famous for writing everything. Everything. <laughs> like the, is that Journey it, to the Center of the Earth, uh, Around the World in 80 Days. Who wrote uh, Iliad and the Odyssey? Homer. Homer. <laughs> <laughs> not a sci-fi author. For, <laughs> not, what is that book? Yeah. Okay. You guys, you have to understand, I get emails. Jordan's going to like be like, you got to turn these off. I get emails about what Jordan's reading. Oh, good. From, you can, from Goodreads? You can't yeah, see, I told you, I told you, I told you. <laughs> see, I knew it. I knew oh, wow, it. Wow, okay. So you get, did you get blown up by my <laughs> So I'm getting blown up by what Jordan's reading. And every week, it's like five different books. He's going through Lord of the Rings. He's going through The, the Hobbit. He's, he, I think he read The Silmarillion. He's reading like... The amount of books that Jordan reads is like blows my mind. I scaled back this year. He, he scaled back and he's he's only shooting for 200 books this no, year. And no. it's like just listen. The, okay, so when, you, when we start talking about books, you have to understand that Jordan is like always reading a bunch of books. In 2021. Is that fair to say? In 2021, I read 120 books. Yeah, of course. It was stupid. Only two a week. It was stupid. <laughs> it was a bad idea. Only more than two a week. Yeah. Last so year, this year I'm only doing two a week. Last year I went out to read 52 because I'd been yeah. one a week. I accidentally read 71. <laughs> <laughs> this year I set my goal at 70. I said, okay, I'm going to overshoot 52. So I'm just going to shoot for 70. We are not halfway through the year and I'm at 37. You're insane. <laughs> yeah. See, so, so when he problem. laughs at me about like who wrote the Iliad and the Odyssey, like He's just books all the time. Okay. Like, he's not playing retro games. He's not even playing Tears of the Kingdom. He's just reading with all of his free time. Actually, I'm re- I'm kind of bummed because uh, Tears of the Kingdom is currently eating up a lot of my <laughs> reading time. a lot of my reading time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you hear this? He's on a video game podcast, uh, and he's bummed because he we will, can't read more books. We'll actually talk a little bit what more about this when we get what to it? our topic in the Patreon oh, segment. But, so Douglas Adams, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Jules Verne, lots of classic <laughs> sci-fi, Isaac Asimov, writer of Foundation, and uh, Bro, I, a whole bunch. Uh, he's like the father of golden age sci-fi. That one. Okay, well, I spoke too much. I want to say Jules Verne, but that one you just said. Isaac Asimov, also the author of (laughs) iRobot and all of the robot novels, and the author of The Three Robotic Laws, and then later added The Zeroth (sighs) Robotic Law. So yes, a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction, (laughs) allow a human being to come to harm. That is the entire plot of the Will Smith travesty Mm. that was iRobot. Yeah, and then I won't read the other laws, but... It was interesting. I was really like pumped to see Dr. Light quoting Isaac Asimov. And (laughs) this is the whole thing. This is the whole thing that makes X different, makes the Reploids different, is that they don't have to obey. Like you mentioned, they can learn and grow and change and have free will. That is the big difference because Mega Man, like the original Mega Man, was just a tool who had to do what he was told. He's just a tool. This new... like era of Mega Man like that's the whole thing that's different and so if you like dig into the backstory of Mega Man X and X himself like it's really tragic because he doesn't want to like cause harm or violence but he's like basically forced to just go and like kill all these other robots yeah so yeah I thought that was really interesting that was my favorite part of the whole game was quoting Isaac Asimov in the intro and like this concept of the three laws being applied to this like human-esque human-esque robot human-esque robot 
Anyway. Nailed uh, it. I knew that. Yeah. And then Easy. Dr. Light, he pontificates on the fact that, you know, the results could be d- disastrous of re- releasing X from. And that's why he has to do this 30 year long study. Uh, because like if yeah, we remove this then, law, the first rule of robotics, what's going to happen? Yep. He says, I fear that no force on earth could stop him. And then it doesn't say this, but it should say dot, dot, dot except spiky objects, which we didn't talk about. <laughs> Why does a spike instantly kill me? It was so frustrating. It's to, realistic. No, it's not. It's if not. You touch spike, if you fall on spike. If you touch spike, you, you spike. die. <laughs> you touch spike, you die. If you touch spike, you die. Obviously. Obviously. You're in a robotic you metal suit, but if you touch spike, you die. <laughs> You die, you die, you die, you die. Shout out to Happy Barrel. All right, Jordan, let's move on. Okay. All right, Jordan, we got a couple announcements before we uh, close up shop today. Next episode is looking like it's going to be Castlevania Bloodlines. Ooh. Yeah, so we're not going to, we're not going to super Castlevania 4. We're going to, uh. We're going to the the origins, the bloodlines on Sega Genesis. Is this like a prequel? I don't know. I don't I know. Guess there's we'll all, find out. There's a lot of, you know, there's Rondo of Blood. There's Castlevania Bloodlines. Um, well, it is a game about vampires. Blood is sort of going to be Yeah, I just don't know where the blood starts and ends. You know, you've got <laughs> Trevor Belmondo. You've got Dracula's Nail. It's protecting you, or his rib is a shield. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I've played a bit of Castlevania Bloodlines. It's it's it was kind of like a Mega Man X thing where I'm like, I need to play more of this someday. Yeah. I need to finish this game. This will be fun because I'm currently it, so. reading Dracula. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> one day, one journal entry at a time. One day. journal entry a day. Dracula is so good. Shout out to that book. Yeah. Speaking of all well, the books you read, like, we'll see. It's it's pretty see, clunky, <laughs> dude. No, no, it's no, so no. clunky. The amount of like foreboding and kind of terror that Dracula instills through I well audiobook form is how how I enjoyed it. Gotcha. Um years ago. And and just the amount of You didn't like, want to read it in a daily email. The waiting <laughs> for like the jump scare kind of like it it, it instilled a, a really interesting sense of foreboding in a book that I hadn't experienced before. Oh it's it's Dracula. good. It's so good. I don't check out Dracula. It's it's good. It's good. Like part of me wants to to listen to it again, but I'm like I really, isn't it, I think it's like 60 hours or some like obnoxiously long book. Really? Wow. So I, yeah, I think it's really long. So I'm like, I don't know if I can really listen to Dracula. Um, I'm more into nonfiction for a while. So wait, or, I don't know about fiction. I thought Dracula was moment. nonfiction. No, I'm saying I listen to nonfiction. <laughs> <laughs> it took him a second. <laughs> It's a true life story about yeah, Vlad right. the Impaler. I was like, wait a minute. Wait, wait. It's a true life story about the family of Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that'll be coming out hopefully in early early June. Yeah, it should be soon. Your bloodlines. Yep. Uh, if you're looking for some good music, we got Spotify playlists. Yep. You want some good chip tunes or just some good stuff or the stuff that you've heard in the history of the podcast, check out our Spotify playlists in the, the link in the description. You got any cake on there? Uh <laughs> My favorite chiptune artist is Cake. Actually, <laughs> the, the '90s had some classic chiptune artists. Yeah, actually, it, I mean, it did. Technically, it did. Um, of course, we're in Patreon. Uh, for just two dollars a month, you can support whatever this 
is yeah <laughs> help us pay pay our bills or get some bonus content get early access vote on what we talk about on the show yes um, please we need some sensible voters to join <laughs> patreon <laughs> you're need... gonna make a bunch of sock puppets. i need to spend less of my time on discord trying to talk our patreon supporters off of a ledge off of a ledge so if you want to support this for for just two dollars a month we would love that yeah, I, I guess the, the opposite is true. If you want to join and Patreon and push it over this. the edge to, to <laughs> make us cover more terrible stuff. Yeah, and thank you to everybody who does support. We really appreciate that. Yes. Uh, and lastly, you can leave us a podcast review if you like this. If you like yeah. the show, if you think the show is at least three stars and above. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you think this show is like a two star show. I want you to go to your favorite podcast and leave them a review. Yeah. Oh, that's if nice. You, <laughs> if you like this show and you haven't <laughs> given it a rating or review, we appreciate that. <laughs> we, yeah, we'd appreciate it. Yeah. You could, you could <laughs> leave some, you know, leave, you know what leave, to a, do. leave a podcast or a review this week. If you have a minute. Oh, I like that. We appreciate Leave it. somebody a review, yeah. preferably a podcast you've listened to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what is happening? Oh, Jordan, I think that's going to wrap it up. Do you have anything else before we get out of here? Um, I, I, uh, I, I'm just kind of not looking forward to, uh, I, I get flamed for the, my thoughts on <laughs> Final Fantasy and stuff. And I feel like coming into this, I didn't think that it was going to be that way with Mega Man, but now I feel like I'm going to get flamed for oh, my yeah. thoughts on it's Mega coming. Man too. Here we go. But I, like, looking back on what we just talked about for the last couple hours, I do feel good I, I don't feel like i was being hyperbolic i feel like i tried to give it my best and jordan's uh, collecting boss armor pieces of flame my hope is that <laughs> all of fuel. you understand that our thoughts are coming from a genuine place of what we really felt and not just a desire to be spicy internet edgelords or something are you done hedging no, that's not a hedge. <laughs> that was me opening up, not hedging. It was the opposite. I was we cut, had to hedge Final down Fantasy hedge. tactics, though. Like some people really like Final Fantasy tactics, and we tried, but we tried our best. We tried our best. Onward and upward. Onward in some direction. Excelsior. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, we'd greatly appreciate it if you left us a rating or review wherever you're listening and if you shared the show with other retro gaming fans in your life. If you're looking for more retro gaming content, check out worthitorworthless.com where you can find things like reviews, guides, game recommendations, and of course, all of our relevant links. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks.